0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Backliners Podcasts. Agro and Barracuda, as per usual. Uh, this week, we uh, we had the SPL get started to the spl is uh, is back in full swing you know it's regular season play i'm stalling for time to switch your audio input and now it's gonna definitely work and not be bad nope it didn't work no it isn't um actually it is not working uh okay maybe it's like this one yeah maybe yeah this i think it's one. like yep. that one yep you were right yep, there that's all along. It. Yep. that was the one to, to do that's the one uh Barry, I tried to get a couple of your uh, esteemed teammates on the podcast, and by a couple, I mean really? I messaged two people and then forgot to message anyone else after uh, they both said they couldn't. That's a lot but, of
2: esteemed teammates.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's only so much steam to go around when you think about yeah. it. Yeah, um,
2: especially on this team.
1: Especially on this team, but this team uh, is two and zero. You guys uh, had a, had a great uh, kickoff weekend, um, and I would say not just because. You're on um, this podcast every week, but really? uh, I would say that you guys uh, were the story of week one. Um,
2: well, I thank you.
1: Coming out too well. Would you agree that you're the biggest story coming out of week one?
2: Uh, it's kind of to be expected, honestly, mm. for us, anyways. Um, I don't know why everyone like continues to put us lower on like like everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just kind of like troll at this point. <laughs> like the majority of our team was on like Bull Slasher and we went on like a like a crazy like ten win streak, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think the only realistic like split that we had was bad, um, was false split when we had Baskin, and then that's literally someone like coming like brand new back to Smite, right. Like I mean, it would be nice if we could win those games, but like it's not a big deal if we don't, you know.
1: hmm Yeah, I mean, I do think that uh you know the there are certainly the bare haters out there. Um you <laughs> know, the the subreddit has uh has chosen sides occasionally on uh on which side of the fence they're on, on whether or not that combination of you two um is going to be successful but um I do think that the narrative around uh your teams um does discount the regular season success that you guys have found over the last few years because it wasn't even like uh you know last year was certainly your best regular season stretch for a while but um you also had good stretches the year before that um yep. you wasn't like completely out of the blue so uh you know i think that just between those types of narratives and not having a great uh kickoff event only playing that one set um
2: yeah, which is kind of funny because we played the team that won it right who's all who were also
1: like, went 2-0 this weekend by the way
2: yeah and then they're like <laughs> well they went out in quarters <laughs> Yep. Well, Dragons made it to finals and didn't win a set against them when they had five games of knowledge to watch. So, like, it's, it's just kind of funny, like, listening to the different directions that people go sure, with the arguments that they provide. Right. Um, And also, I think me and Ben had a really good war- Worlds performance as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so... In my opinion, it's to be expected for, like, how we're doing right now. In my opinion,
1: I mean, you guys are, are looking really good. Both you and the Kings um, in your division are are two and zero. The Warriors the only unbeaten team in the other division uh, after the first weekend of play. Um, I want to talk a little bit about this first set that you guys had up against the Leviathans because I caught a good amount um, of this set. Uh, hurry was kind of going crazy on the Emoja. Um, thought yeah, that, that guy's
2: built different on he, that gun.
1: He looked awesome on it, man. I mean, sad for me when Emoja continues to look, uh, so good. Um, but
2: yeah, eventually that gun will be bad.
1: I suppose so. Right? Uh, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I suppose so. Um, who knows what we're going to have to do in order to, to make that happen. Um, I mean, eventually. obviously there, there are, there are, options to go to that are uh a little bit more extreme than than i, I would feel like, it, like but
2: yeah at this point you're either like completely handicapping the god or she'll always be at least like okay but to, but to be fair i don't think she was that good but i think horn shard is like really strong on her yes because you just reset cooldowns so easily yes and that kind of like reset in my opinion the reason she was bad for a little while anyways
1: yeah, her Omi availability in the early game was really handicapped, and then Hornshard kind of gave a lot of that back to her um, Yep, in uh, in early bursts. But, you know, we'll, we'll see uh, if she's going to continue to look very good. I don't think that you guys will get a chance to prove how good she is for a while, because I imagine that that is not a pick that Hurry is going to see uh, for a good amount yeah, of time. Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, he uh, he looked pretty dominant, but... Um, This Game 1 win up against Leviathans was a little bit of a barn burner. The 53-minute game uh, did not look good for you guys, to say the least, uh, for a little bit. But um, kind of talk to me about this Leviathan set in general, but I suppose particularly this uh, this Game 1.
2: Yeah, I think I kind of trolled our laning phase a little bit in the early game, and... I kind of figured since they had Charybdis, if we could just take a delay game, we'd be fine. And -hmm. then we kept like barely defending and barely defending and barely defending. So eventually I had faith that things would work out for us. And thankfully they did. Um, I was kind of laughing that the first set of the year has like a, a Zeus and an Anubis jungle in it.
1: I know that was uh, these picks and bands, dude, I remember I was watching and I was like, this is ridiculous, bro. Like what even (laughs) is going on? Uh, with with these picks and bands, i mean it's cool you know i'm happy to see uh particularly anubis see some play uh i know most people would expect for me to say i'm particularly happy to see zeus see play um but you know i think uh as much as i do like to see zeus and ven did absolutely pop on it you know nearly yep. 50k damage only one death in 53 minutes that is absurd um
2: yeah i'll die for him
1: yeah, you, uh, I mean, you only died twice, Barry. It's not like you were inting every team fight, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, uh, you guys only three deaths combined in 53 minutes. Um, I mean, they only had 10 kills, but, uh, so that's, uh, that's not a lot of deaths.
2: Yeah, I think that they could have sped up the pace of their game if they wanted to, but they were really, like, playing to farm it out and <laughs> hit spikes, um, mm. I think there was one, if that's the game I remember correctly, they waited for like two minutes for for, uh, EFG as well Mm -hmm. which in my opinion is a little little troll because I feel like you're just I don't know, it's just you give the enemy team so much time to farm when you do stuff like that Mm -hmm. and I think that's, I I don't want to say like griefing obviously um, but I, I feel like it's just risky to do calls like that and plays like that
1: Yeah, I mean, the question is, would you rather fight against them now with the items they have now and a regular Fire Giant buff or whatever items they'll complete in two minutes but an enhanced Fire Giant buff? Um, Yeah. You know, I guess if you guys were sitting on a bunch of Tier 2s and that kind of stuff, like multiple Tier 3 item spikes... Are probably better than the difference between EFG and FG. Uh you know, if you guys had just completed some tier threes, like tier one and tier two items, um, for that time. But I guess it also matters like your experience and all that kind of stuff, though I'm sure I'm assuming everyone was twenty at that point, anyways. Uh
2: but yeah, they also you know. whipped out the Vimana jungle which I was a little surprised about. I didn't think that was gonna see Play. yeah
1: back-to-back uh games i don't remember how much more play Vamana jungle got the rest of the weekend if at all yeah i assume it, it was
2: i assume it was just a pick that worked really well for them in scrims but didn't work on game day
1: Hmm. yeah twig played Vamana jungle um in like the next set i believe yeah that is the next set yeah, yeah. Vum- <laughs> I feel like I Vamana like jungle oh yeah that, that backdoor right 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 uh, I feel like Vamana jungle is not I'm I'm not I'm not I've always been a little bit of a Vamana hater uh, I will be mm-hmm. honest um, I've always felt like that god doesn't do enough um, to make me really scared of him the vast majority of the time uh, I do think he's very good right now um, but I think he's a better solo laner than jungler
2: um, yeah and
1: like if that's care. a 50 if it's a 53 minute game and adapting is playing you know a, a, any normal burst assassin uh mm. like susano or uh, mercury you know even like Hunbats, like those are pit like ven is not dying only one time against yep. late game Kamazots, uh susano like Whatever a Willix and even... It doesn't matter
2: how good your positioning is. Like, you're going to get cooked eventually.
1: Yep. Exactly. Against those types of picks. But against Vamana, it's like... We're deep... You're, especially, especially... I mean, he first picked the Vamana uh, game one. Um, and game two. Yes,
2: I assume it was a flex for them.
1: <laughs> right. It Kind of has to be, right? If you're going to be willing to first pick it.
2: And they yeah, did I and, think Alec did play it uh, in their set against the Warriors later. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That weekend. I do, so I assume it was just a flex for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just happened to be, like, based off our comp that, yeah. They wanted to put it at Jungle. Which, I mean, I don't agree with. I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm on your page. I think it's, like, an okay pick right now. But I don't think it's, like, the really, like, game-breaking pick.
1: No, it's... Yeah, they didn't... Um... Oh, I skipped to the wrong game. I was like, where did my why are these picks and bands different than what I remember? Uh yeah, they picked Odin before they saw Zeus, so they have to they had to commit before they saw the mid lane character. I think the Zeus is just a really smart pick uh by you guys in that spot because it is a god like Vomana Jungle is a DPS race character. It's like he's not. Doing a whole lot other than stompa stomping on you, and you have to figure out if you can kill him before he can kill you. And yep. Zeus does Zeus kills them before he dies better than almost any god in the game.
2: Um, yeah, we had a Zeus Anubis too, so it's like you really have to pick your fights well as the Vamana and make sure that like a lot of cooldowns are down.
1: Yes, yeah, it's it's a t- it's a thin rope to walk, uh, and unfortunately for the Leviathans, but fortunately for you and the Ravens, uh, adapting did not quite um quite find a way to walk it. leviathan's going 0-2 on the weekend their second loss being to the oni warriors um i think yep go ahead
2: not a big deal for them in my opinion Shinto is still on ping for a while yep and i do think that this team will need more time to mesh together before they're really good in my opinion yep um i don't think this is like a spring split team uh i think we should be expecting them to pop off in like summer or fall
1: yeah i agree i am not expecting great things from the leviathans in this split uh i am expecting them to be competitive come world's time and by competitive i mean in the running for being a potential champion um they obviously have the talent uh it's just a matter of i think people don't really give enough um weight to how big it is to change your jungle and solo at the same time um yep that is a huge yeah, part of your late game yeah. shot calling uh and panatom played with shinto rongyu for so long that any jungler even one of experienced experiences adapting like that's going to be different um that's going to be very different for them so i i agree i i could see the leviathans sticking in this sixth spot that they're currently holding a tied, you know, six through eight. Um, I could, I think that I could easily see them being, uh, the sixth overall in the standings, um, until, you know, summer or even fall.
2: Yeah, I agree. I don't see, I think Hounds might be able to take six from them, honestly.
1: Yeah. You want to talk about, talk about the Hounds a little bit. I mean, they, uh, they took you guys to to three games. Um one uh won that opening game. I did not catch this set. Um what yeah. happened in this game 1 cuz you had more kills than they did.
2: Uh we were stomping. We just took one bad team fight if I remember correctly ah. and we like overdove and then after that it got bad. Um, the
1: old classic.
2: And then game 2 and game 3 uh we kind of just blew them out. Mhm. Well, we blew them out in kills. Their map play was actually pretty clean. They were trading things really well on the map, which we didn't really expect for a newcomer team to be that adept at macro. Um, they played really well. I was mm-hmm. really surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this Hounds team has a good amount of competitive experience. Uh, just you know, coast has played for so long in the competitive scene, mostly on console and then switching over to mm-hmm. sec. Uh, Benny was in sec for a long time. Ducky been around the league forever. Um, Quig's been around forever. So it doesn't, you know, it, it, it is always a good test where you've been around forever, but not at this level. Like, can it really mm-hmm. translate? And it is a good sign if their macro is fitting in. Um, pretty well i do think that this team at least for me is going to have some question marks still mechanically like usually it's the mechanics are there and the decisions are not they've got to kind of prove both ends to me
2: still but i Mm -hmm. think it's certainly possible that they can do that yeah i agree um i think they're also kind of meta dependent right now um I don't think oath so much but other people on the team are kind of meta dependent Mm. for and i do think this is a meta that favors them uh kind of same for warriors as well i do think this is a meta that favors warriors Uh uh-huh and I, i i do think they'll be able to adapt later but i think this is like best possible meta for them to come into
1: well we'll see if they can actually uh convert that uh we'll talk about the upcoming games um here in a little bit uh I want to talk about the Oni Warriors. I mean, this is the other team that uh, is another one of the three teams that is undefeated right now. Um, a team coming off of the kickoff land victory. Did uh, at least drop a game to the Leviathans uh, on, at the end of Saturday. But overall, come out still looking undefeated. This team, um, I did catch a little bit of some of their games they don't look like they are just running around out mechanicing people like we thought they might. Uh, they Mm -hmm. seem to be pretty on the same page. They look pretty united, um, in what they're doing. And that was certainly a concern coming in. They, but I'm not super concerned about that now, you know, their picks, like you said, it's kind of meta dependent, their picks, you know, Sot plays the Morgan into Merlin. Um, then he goes Hercules in the in the third game, you know, all of a sudden changing it up, and that's kind of been typical SOT throughout his career, is that he's like playing these other gods and then they they get to the to the big moments and he goes back to a warrior. Um
0: which yeah. I find a little
1: interesting. Uh doesn't yeah, that just kinda definitely... tell you that like that he that either his team or he knows that those first few picks like probably aren't the actual best thing to be doing you know what i mean
2: yeah i think he's just always limit testing and seeing if i mean he's talked about role swapping for a lot of time so it kind yes. of makes sense that he wants to play the mages and play the carries and kind of go more towards that style and then after game two i think that was the merlin game where they lost and yep. then it's like okay so you got to be on a front line you need to be like making some space with jake um, and then they did get, like, hard, I think he got hard camped game three, like, he was feeding, not, like, really hard, but he was definitely getting camped, mm. um, and I think that they just made a really bad play in game three to get sought back into the game, If again, if I remember correctly, I, I think so. Yeah, like um, I said, I didn't
1: get to catch this game a whole lot, but he finished two and three, had pretty low player damage in comparison to fine. Um, so those are usually pretty good indicators that, yeah, that's what's kind of going on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think for Leviathans, they just need to... I Yeah, I think it's back to what you said. I think they just need to get more cohesion with their frontline. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously fine and adapting are insanely good players, but I think they just need to have a bit more time to cook together. And then for wars, I I do think people are understanding their style of play a bit more. Uh, I don't think they were as stompy as they were at the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of running over people like they were before. Because pe- obviously people have had like three weeks of scrims. Um, but I do think wars will just be better than other teams for a while, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, how... um. How much Warriors stock are you buying here? Like are you do you think that it's still just early in the season they're going to be near the top and that you expect them to fall off a little bit later on in the year? Like I'm I was pretty I think that everyone could probably tell based on the way that you know I discussed them um in the early podcast episode that I did not have very high hopes for the Warriors and I've been mm-hmm. at least a little bit convinced um that they are going to be more of a threat uh later into the season than i would have initially guessed now i know that doesn't like really put me on super solid ground but i think that's kind of fair after one week in one tournament um but i do think that i'm buying at least a little bit of warrior stock in comparison to where i was before how about for you
2: oh yeah i completely agree um I think that they've shown macro-wise are still really good. And also, I kind of feel like people have just been sleeping on Pantom for a while for some reason. Couldn't be I mean, me. Me as, me as well, I think. I think I kind of slept on Pantom. That guy is just finding gank after gank after gank after gank on literally everyone. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. And then with Pagon as well, Pagon likes to rotate around in forced place. So you kind of have, like, two junglers there, and then Jake also wants to fight wherever he is on the map, and just kind of force plays there. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of people that just want to get in your face and force plays, and I think when you have that many people doing the same thing, I think it generally turns out pretty good. Um, I don't know if they will be as good at the end of the split when people get more games and more reps against them, Um, but for right now, I think they're really good. Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't know how... I agree that people were sleeping on Panatom, um, but it cert- I-, I certainly was not, because I've I've thought that this guy has been probably the best player in the world for the last two years as far as like just individual play. It's kind of been him and Paul. Um mm-hmm. I'd probably still actually give the slight edge to Paul, but Penny I think has been the kind of undisputed best jungler for the last like three years. Um in my opinion. So he, that guy is unreal. And you know, the, the, the general story out there is that, um, this split is what the Leviathans wanted. And that's kind of crazy to me still. Uh, cause you know, maybe it's always team dynamics and personalities and all that kind of stuff. And just because someone's really good doesn't mean you should play with them forever. But, uh, boy is it hard to let go of someone who is that good um i yeah, think that I if Penny, like Penny, has a real chance to be put into like the jungler mount rushmore like the four best junglers mm-hmm. ever play the game like he he might already be there um but with a solid year this year i think he kind of almost has to be um
2: i mean his world's yeah. performance in season eight was like uncontested Insane. and he just put everyone in the dirt and i think i don't remember really what happened with their set this past worlds i think it was against titans at the time i'm not sure what really went wrong in that set
1: um yeah i don't oh, know they, they, they got, got picks and ban- they got picks and bands gapped super hard oh, okay uh I thought yeah, I thought their picks and bands weren't great, and the Titans just came out and I I don't wanna say it was crowd pressure, but I do think that the Titans it's the old like everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth sort of situation.
2: Like Yeah. Yeah.
1: They just got kind of stunned by the Titans in game one and then didn't recover in time for game two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's uh that's the way that I saw it, at least um, in that set. From what I can remember, um, it's been a while since we've done. Uh, I know at one point we did like a Mount Rushmore for each role. That'd be a fun episode. We should do that sometime. Because now, because I'm thinking about it, would Panny be on my Ra- Mount Rushmore uh, for junglers? I think I feel he like you would. I think he might be. I don't know. I'm. We'd have to define what the criteria is for getting on Mount Rushmore. You know. Is it, like, the four best careers? Is it the four best players in those roles, in our opinion? Uh, is it the players who hit the four highest peaks at any time during their career? Uh, either in individual skill or relative to the rest of the league? There are lots of ways to do it, Barry.
2: Yeah, I feel like you're at least putting Twig on there as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, I was thinking about him. And I'm not sure that I would. Really, I don't think I would, but if I were to pick a Mount Rushmore of overall SPL players, he would indisputably be on there for me. Which is weird, right? Like, I just think that That so much of Twig's value is what he brings to a team and what type of teammate and person that he is in a team environment. And I don't think that I just kind of view the. I think that my initial thought, and this, you know, could all just be because it's just like popping into my head. And if I think about it even for a couple minutes, like I would choose something a different way to put it. But the role Mount Rushmore feels more about player uh, skill in comparison to their peers in their roles. Mm -hmm. Uh, And an overall SPL Mount Rushmore would be like. The, the best players that you would want to have, um, regardless of role. And I would want to have Twig, regardless of what role he's playing, over the vast majority of players that have ever touched the game. Um, but in terms of raw smite skill, um, I don't know that he would make my top four for junglers.
2: That's fair. I don't look at it like ross might's look at it for value of what they're bringing
1: yeah and that's super fair like if th- that would probably make more sense to do it that way and in that case yes twig would definitely would absolutely um make my top four but like mm-hmm. look at when he roll swapped to mid uh he was still very valuable to that team in that way yep. in all the same ways uh he he did the same things in mid that he did in the jungle
2: basically so um i don't know oh yeah sorry i got way out the hook uh well teams haven't we talked about glads i think
1: yeah we haven't discussed we haven't discussed glads or uh dragons or kings
2: um i think glads looked weaker than i thought they would in my opinion um mm-hmm. i think they came out really hot at the qualifier tournament um and then they played one game really good against kings if i remember correctly uh in the first tournament the first (laughs) spl tournament Mm -hmm. um where they could have won i think bobby dropped the bomb and then I think this weekend i think they just played kind of bad i don't i think bobby was having a good game or several good games so i remember correctly that's the third time i said that Mm -hmm. um on the ymir i think he had a really good game and I just think the rest of his team was kind of stinking it up, mm. unfortunately. Um, and then for Kings, Kings, you just need to start locking that back door. I mean, they, <laughs> they've had the keys to everyone's back door in this first weekend. I don't know if they were backdooring uh, before this tournament or before this, the first weekend, but it was crazy how many backdoors that they were getting away with this past weekend. Yeah. It's kind of criminal
1: yeah i mean (laughs) when a backdoor happens like it is mostly on the team that got backdoored most of the time yeah right like it is obviously good and it's good play and uh all that kind of stuff to identify an opportunity to go for a backdoor but most of the time it's because the door was left open you know unlocked whatever it is like most of the time it can be played around uh i don't remember well enough to say if that was the case uh this weekend but usually backdoors are results of more sloppy play than um genius play like so to speak not to take any credit away from the kings of course did they play dragons yeah they played dragons on friday and the sticks ferryman on sunday
2: dragon sets put me to sleep really good lord dude like mike's been eu'd i think it was the game on sunday holy i was like this game will not end like nothing is happening dude it was just
1: yeah 41 and 51 and you know what and that's the final game on sunday that is messed up it was terrible (laughs) that is messed up to do to the production and casting crews uh yeah. to make them go 41 and 51 minutes in the final mm-hmm. games of the weekend the only saving grace here is that they did it in two games you know if they yeah. had won game oh, one dude, if it was three lost games game for- two oh. and then one game three it would it would have been an absolute they would have lost all connections with with all the casters like, i would they have lost would have all respect goals. for them yes that is obviously the worst thing that you can do to anybody is is force them to go into that extraneous game and then not uh and then not win it that is that is criminal absolutely um
2: yeah i also think Ferrymen are gonna have to take some time to cook as well i mean i think we've covered them previously but i think this is gonna be a team that needs to mesh for a little bit mm-hmm. um before they start seeing like really good results mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i, I do mean, think they're already pretty good but i think that they'll be like a top team in a little bit
1: Let's go over Sino's jungle picks this weekend, shall we? Uh, we got Nike. That's a, that's a Sino classic. Then we got Surter jungle. Um, Mm. then we had Nike. Uh, and then we had Surter. Those were his two junglers that he played this weekend, uh, were Nike and Surter. The, the Sino god pool, um always a discussion always point yeah always interesting i did not see the surter jungle coming um but it is team in sino's defense the first time he played it he was five two and six and the second time they played it and that that was in a win they lost the game against the kings but he was four oh and six in that game
2: i mean if it's call of duty he's doing great He's it's doing great.
1: Though. No, it isn't. Uh, nope. and he was the lowest the lowest player damage on his team besides Aurora in both of those games. Um so,
2: you know. I mean, he's getting in there. That's he's getting in there. Or ulting out from what I was saw. He,
1: was he banned out here? I mean, Hevo ban is for is for Paul. Yep. Hercules, it's a warrior, so maybe Sino would play it, but nope. uh probably not. Uh there's a Nike ban in that game. Uh, this game there was a Vamana ban which might be Hades ban also could be for Sino he's done that before um has he he has he played Hades jungle uh, and uh and SEC uh, quite a bit if I remember correctly um yeah he okay. saw a chalk ban that was for him um oh. <laughs> yeah so no no th- those are really the only bands that he uh he was taken <laughs>
2: Um, I mean, it sounds like they really forced him on the server unfortunately.
1: <laughs> sounds like it. Yeah, the 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 Chalk ban. Uh, well, really... <laughs> chalk and Mikey are gone. What well, happened to Sino Naja, man? Is, is Naja just unplayable right now? Is that the problem?
2: I guess so. If I mean, Sino's not picking if, it. like exa- That's what I was going to say. If he's not picking it, then no one should play it.
1: Oh, I wanted to ask about Martikaras. This was his uh, first week of eligibility in, um, in SPL. saw a good amount of play. I can't... Mm-hmm. I can find the stats if I want to, but I don't um for his overall like pick ban rate and win rate and all that I kind of stuff, I think but...
2: he had a high pick ban rate, he had a low win loss rate. Uh, I think he was That sounds right. Pretty bad this weekend win loss rate.
1: Does that surprise you at all?
2: Uh a little bit cuz I feel like he's kind of a very comp style of god. Mm-hmm. Um especially with how many plays you can make with the grass and we saw a player was like, putting it more in the wall so you can, like...
1: That was really cool. I saw that one play where they put it kind of, like, in purple buff wall. And so it was mm-hmm. just this little edge that was sticking through. You could barely see it. And then that way someone gets to stealth in lane without really being able to be seen. Yep. Uh That is awesome. I I had not seen that. I don't think any of us did that in play tests anything like that. That is, like, a super unique application that is really, really cool.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's better than the standard grass of just having it there and having someone um like in that area. Right. But it's it's cool to watch it like top down perspective for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um chat saying that they don't feel like Marty isn't great. They feel like Marty isn't great because he doesn't abuse crit as well as uh some gods, aka CERN and uh CERN and Ishtar. Yeah. Um do you agree that like that's what's holding him back?
2: I feel like it's no surprise to say that teams with Marty have not been able to kill objectives as well as other teams. And I feel like that's not giving anything away that crit hunters have more DPS than Bluestone ability-based hunters. Yes. And Marty just does not kill objectives. That guy does not ever kill objectives. Kind of ironic, no?
1: Because he used to be an objective. You'd think he'd be better at doing that maybe it's uh it's a show of solidarity
2: though you know do you ever consider that yeah i i never considered that actually
1: he knows what it's like um so he doesn't so he doesn't want to perpetuate this cycle of violence you know Mm -hmm. yeah he's a real good guy that uh (laughs) he's just that marty um
2: (laughs) his textures do not look great
1: (laughs) you know on, when i really play
2: minimum mean. graphics marty looks like an n64 character okay well <laughs> get off
1: minimum graphics you know that's all that's all you got to do my I uh, can. uh my friend shane who's an effects artist he's the effects artist who worked on maui and Eshell, uh, among a bunch of other things obviously and he always is saying like there's no one i hate more than the smite pros who play on minimum graphics because they just invalidate my job like they, oh. they make my effects look terrible and they're that they all my work is gone when they put it to low you know what i mean i think it's like it's it's very funny
2: well it's just there's too many effects nowadays like that's what if the people I crank want the graphics there. if i crank the graphics to maximum i can't see a thing in team fights it's mm. just like color explosion after color explosion after color explosion and also, you know, my frame rate doesn't love it either. Mm. And when I play Marty anyways I already am dropping frames, you know, due to the grass or whatever. Mm. Um so that's that's not great. So yeah. I, I, I think we're really staying on minimum graphics. Yeah, I no, care. I know I know you I, yeah, I assume that it was being fixed and being worked on. But yes, that, that's that's my you. only gripe with playing him. Uh
1: yeah, that's um It's also uh that we're old, you know like all the colors and like the zoomers they're they're on TikTok showing looking at four videos at the same time you know what i mean like that spliced videos and the ones dude i'm seeing them on my twitter feed now where it's like a video of like someone playing temple run and then like a clip of that i'm like listening to and i'm like doesn't this make anyone else like legitimately sad that like this is what it makes me legitimately sad to see those types of like we have just devolved to the point where we need oh, this no. like visually stimulating thing a- to enhance in uh auditory stimulating thing like that is not that's that's too much you know what i mean like we got to be better than that right
2: uh sorry i got distracted by a scream coming in here yeah scream
1: uh, in the chat just said hello i'm drunk buff jub uh, which, <laughs> as soon as I figure out what Jumkull is, uh, I will get. No, that's a uh, buff jungle. Um, what do you think, Barry? should you think we should buff jungle?
2: Uh, after playing nine hours of rank today, jungle should not be buffed. Hmm. Uh, contrary to popular belief, uh, jungle is a very strong role that can kind of just walk to any lane and kill them. Yeah. Um, so I really, truly do not think uh, jungle needs any buffs.
1: Sorry, Scream. Till so you convince your uh, your ADC, then I uh, can't really do anything uh, on my end. You know, it's out, it's out of my hands. Barry, as we all Just know, makes all balanced decisions for, mm-hmm. for us. For a long time. For, for a long time. Um, boy, you must have been real sad seeing all those angry Reddit threads. That <laughs> <And> Barry, they, <laughs> they were real mad for a little bit there. Um, all right, let's move on to our random question of the week. Of course, brought to you by our Patreon Discord. If you want to... Uh, join our community discord support us directly on the show all that kind of good stuff patreon.com slash backliners the place to go uh we're starting it off with Hiru. uh what is the best and worst food to put in a microwave shout outs to factor meals obviously the best thing you can put in a microwave if that is true um in terms of taste flavor and texture uh and you can't give it to fish for the worst because that's a given
2: uh my worst would be french fries <laughs> oh yeah uh, they are inedible I don't think I've ever enjoyed French fries out of the microwave. That's a good um, one. I'm trying to think of best foods to put in the microwave. Pizza. I mean, no. What? Pizza. Micro- microwave pizza is fine. No. Toaster oven pizza is way better than microwave Yeah, toaster oven,
1: oven is better, for sure. But, like, a lot of times you only have a microwave at, then, like in an office or something like that.
2: Oh, sorry, I wasn't going off of availability of microwaves. Well, that's
1: the whole point of <laughs> microwaves, right? Is that everyone has? They're everywhere. They're cheap. They're cheap. They're like fast. <laughs> that's why they're no. everywhere. They are not everywhere because they're the best. They're everywhere because they're less expensive and faster.
2: Yeah, you're wrong here. Uh, oh, okay, sorry. Pizza crust <laughs> get too soggy. Yes, and the bottom of your pizza is literally just wet, it's and true. that is not a great texture. It is so not. I. You definitely lost me there on pizza. Uh, I would say maybe (sighs) the best thing would be like chili or like soup. Yeah. But also I feel like that's kind of a cop out because it doesn't have any texture to begin with besides the beans. Right. So, you know, I feel that's kind of a cheap answer, but I can't like, you're not going to throw like a steak in the microwave and get like a good steak. No. Or uh, for me, I'm not going to throw tofu in a microwave and cook tofu yeah um i mean obviously i think eggs are also pretty bad if you throw them in the microwave Mm -hmm. Um, i don't really eat eggs with those that sounds terrible yeah i think they just blow up if i remember correctly if i I could stop saying if i remember correctly that'd be great yeah
1: i believe in you you can do it um
2: i really can't
1: the obviously uh the easiest one here is is popcorn right like popcorn there's it doesn't it isn't any better though you do you think it's actually better on the stovetop versus like the microwave
2: it's not better but it's more of an experience that i enjoy more than microwaving it
1: yes i don't know when you're just standing there listening to all the pops like the it's spinning in the microwave like i'm having a good time but the the stovetop is is better i suppose
2: it is is very nostalgic if you're microwaving popcorn yes Uh, and then you Then you start to smell it, too, and it just kind of fills up the the whole house.
1: Damn, I'm about to go microwave some popcorn right after this show. Uh, That sounds really good.
2: No, I think you're right. I think it's popcorn.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Popcorn popcorn. is definitely the best, I think. Um, Honorable mention goes to things like, you know, Hot Pockets, uh, pizza rolls, anything like that. Soup was a great one by you. You know, microwaving soup is, is like, easy peasy. Any bowl
2: meal (laughs) is good in mm. a microwave mm. like anything you're th- like pasta isn't bad in my opinion out of the microwave um, Ru-
1: i do not like rice that's what microwave. yeah you microwave, have to sprinkle a little
2: tough. you have to sprinkle a little water on there yeah to get it all moist again
1: yeah oh you know what's great is uh because it's so easy is it's kind of a cheat code that like the soft taco shells like the little tortillas you just put a you know you just put them on a paper towel a wet paper towel oh, yeah, yeah they get per, they're perfect in like it is, ten is to okay. fifteen seconds yep. you know what I mean so that that's definitely up there as well uh, worst food um, microwave broccoli makes me want to kermit. like I just can't <laughs> I just can't dude it smells so bad like yeah I hate this I like broccoli Mike the smell of microwaved broccoli like. I can't handle it.
2: I'm kind of that way with asparagus too. Um, Yeah. Obviously like pre-cooked asparagus that you're heating up the next day. Yeah. Uh, It's all like soft and just a weird texture. And the flavor I think is also a little weird. Yeah. And I don't want to like dirty another pan by cooking just my asparagus on the stove. So I'm going to put it on the dinner plate with everything else. And it's just not great sometimes like black eyed peas are pretty good um or just like beans and peas in general as like a side they're, they're okay in the microwave
1: yeah i'm um, not a, I, I don't like really beans but that did remind me barry uh for some reason but i i drove past a uh a butcher that's like a, not too far from my house and they said they had a sign out front that said boiled peanuts um Th- that's gotta no. be a good place right i i didn't go in so i would i had I, I had to be somewhere but i i literally thought of it and was like i if barry says that a butcher would be a legit place to get some boiled peanuts i will go in there it
2: has to be okay i
1: yeah, will go in. There. it has to be all right i'm gonna go in there maybe not in time for next week but it is on my mind uh and i'm gonna go try some boiled peanuts um
2: yeah if it's close by you gotta slam it
1: yeah uh neon kerm uh asked what is a food that most people you know enjoy but you can't stand i could do i could have done the whole episode talking about this because i'm my mouth is broken it doesn't like things that other people like
2: uh i don't know if this will count but mustard
1: (laughs) yep terrible
2: uh i it ruins the entire thing i'm eating yep uh Cause it takes over everything in my palate, yeah, and I do not like it. Um, also, before going vegan, uh, sushi, I have never liked sushi. I've really? never had one good roll of sushi. Interesting. Uh, I think it's very overrated. Uh, this is a that is
1: a good hot take from you, Barra, because that is unpopular and will make me l- seem less. Mine are worse than that, but. At least you also have one that no one is going to agree with you on. And that's good for me. So I respect that. Thank you. All right, Sushi's fine. great, though. It's really good. <laughs> you are <laughs> trolling. But I like that you said that. Uh, Thank you. And respect it. Um, all right. I'll try and pick the top three that are going to shock the most people that I don't like. Okay. Um, number one, ketchup. Uh, it's bad. Um, I like tomatoes a lot. Yep. I don't have ketchup on anything I eat. Uh, it's just so overpowering and so sugary and I don't know I love tomatoes I love vinegar that's like that's it's just tomatoes vinegar and sugar is basically what ketchup is Um, and I just don't like it Uh, it's bad Um, so here's something that I wish I liked and I've tried many times to force myself to like But every time I put it in my mouth, my tongue goes, no more, please. Um, And that's (laughs) every form of eggs I've ever eaten. Uh, uh, My breakfast options are so limited. Like, when we go to a breakfast place or a brunch place or something like that. Oh. I wish I liked eggs. Yeah, I bet. It's, like, impossible. Mine, I'm just – it's not even a choice. Like, it's just, like, I – I put an egg in my mouth and my and my tongue, like, doesn't like it. And I'm like, no, I want to like this. Like, this is good for me. Like, it'll I can do this in the morning for an easy breakfast. There's lots of great things. Like, omelets sound delicious. And then I order it and I eat it. And I'm like, this sucks. Like.
2: Interesting.
1: I don't like it. Um, there are plenty more. Uh, I think that most people would also be angry about the fact that I don't like uh, ranch. Um, ranch dressing is not good uh it's just gross um ranch seasoning great ranch dressing bad uh if if something like eggs are in fried rice that's fine I, i i won't eat around them they aren't a super overpowering flavor for like scrambled eggs like it's fine uh i've had like some frittatas that are like edible but i don't love um I'm not like I can't have any eggs, but if it's like a burger with an egg on it or something like that, like I'm not doing that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Seasoning is great from ranch. Uh, the sauce stinks. Wow. The chat's being very supportive. Um, this is weird. Yeah. How am I getting backed up here? I got backed up on ketchup and ranch. No, I don't like blue cheese. Okay. How about this? Uh, this one is just to piss bear off. Um, because we've had yeah. this numerous times. Uh, barbecue <laughs> sauce isn't good. Um, I've never had a barbecue sauce in my entire life that I like because nice. they are so many are ketchup based and the ones that aren't ketchup based also aren't good. So like, I don't know what to tell you. Um,
2: yeah. Does barbecue sauce taste like ketchup?
1: <laughs> Some of them. Yeah. I forget which region is like known for like ketchupy barbecue sauce, but uh, that is the worst there are like there have been some barbecue sauces that i don't like but i don't hate uh
2: that's i like that's bad stuff barbecue sauce in my opinion needs to have a lot of like flavor dynamics to it it needs to be smoky it needs to be spicy it needs to carry the flavor of whatever you're putting it on Mm -hmm. in my opinion and it can be sweet but it doesn't have to be sweet A lot of them, in my opinion, are over-sweetened, so it kind of, like, takes over in a bad way. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But the majority of barbecue sauces, like, we got a really good one from Trader Joe's that was, like, a roasted garlic uh, spicy barbecue sauce, and that was one of the best barbecue sauces I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And that thing blew my mind. Like, I would try
1: it, but I'm not, like... I'd much rather have hot sauce, like... I love a good hot sauce.
2: Uh, I mean, it's like hot sauce is zero calories, and you can just toss it on anything, dude. Like, it's if you have, so like, good. frank sauce, Frank's Frank's Red Hot, or um, Texas Pete. Like, it's so easy to just add to things and just get a lot of flavor out of it.
1: Yep, it, that's the good stuff. We're not sponsored by them. Uh, I used to have like a soft sponsorship with them. Uh, hopefully, the prediction guys don't mind here, but. Uh, they're my favorite hot sauce ever you can get online it was from it's from a small it's it's literally a family it's like one family who's who makes it themselves uh in the middle of nowhere pennsylvania that we met at a trade show when i was helping my uncle um
2: this is the most backwards story
1: yeah listen to when listen to what the the website is i'm typing in the chat right now it's george and floyd's countrykitchen.com it's the longest... Uh, hold on, I'm going to double check this link to make sure it's like still working and that it's right. Yep, yeah, that's it. Uh, George and Floyd's countrykitchen.com. Um, their hot hot sauce uh, is my favorite hot sauce I've ever had in my entire life, and it is not close. Um, that stuff owns. Again, not sponsored, but uh, good, good people um, and great hot sauce. So you can uh, you can tag that up if you want um okay uh spitaz asked what's a lunch you remember from high school that was absolutely fire every time they served it uh, oh i actually I have eat. one
2: go ahead i didn't eat the school lunches uh but my mom would make me uh it was a lunch meat <laughs> cheese and pepperoni sandwich and Ooh. i loved it
1: Ooh, that sounds good what kind of lunch
2: meat uh it was hammer turkey whatever was on sale that week
1: <laughs> yeah that sounds that sounds really good
2: it was banging. That sounds really good.
1: Did you eat it? You know what I just remembered that I hadn't thought of in so long? Like, I definitely ate a ton of bologna as a kid.
2: Oh, I hated bologna.
1: I haven't had bologna in well over 10 years. And the thought of it... Good. (laughs) The thought of it makes me feel a little ill. But I feel like I I should try it. I never
2: liked it. No. Really? I liked
1: it when I was a kid. I liked it
2: when I was a kid. Okay. Also... Speaking of things we liked as a kid, uh, Mm. I was sitting on the couch the other day, like two days ago, and I got... I don't know if I'm like pregnant right now, (laughs) but I got the biggest craving for SpaghettiOs I think I have ever had in my entire life. Are they vegan? I don't know. I mean, I assume so. I don't think there's anything real in SpaghettiOs. Um, But I got the biggest craving for SpaghettiOs. And I, I just wanted that, like... It's like that fake taste yeah you know you kind of taste the can a little bit as well
1: i never liked Um, spaghettios as a kid because i didn't like tomato sauce when i was younger i now do like tomato (laughs) sauce but have still never really had spaghettios to be honest
2: should i get some yeah probably not uh they're probably not very good for you they're probably Mm. a lot of sodium in them they also not vegan unfortunately barra really none of the
1: flavors of spaghettios
2: are vegan (laughs) what about the basic flavor no
1: it says, unfortunately, uh, none of the SpaghettiOs' flavors are vegan. What? Here you go. Um, let's see. It is. It has... i got
2: some milk powder in cheddar it.
1: Cheddar cheese, yeah. Enzyme-modified cheddar cheese and enzyme-modified oh. butter and skim milk. That sounds real. Yeah. It's, like, fine, you know? Not a big deal. Wait, they sell SpaghettiOs with hot dog pieces in it?
2: Yeah, it's very uh American, I think.
1: Wait, that Wait, SpaghettiOs give you 20% of your daily vegetables. How could it be bad for me? We're also not sponsored by SpaghettiOs for the for the, <laughs> for the record. You're trying to sell them right there. Yeah, I don't know. I guess so. um mine was uh, they would my my school lunch um cafeteria, they would have nachos uh with like some ground beef and those were banging. Um, I think I might legitimately pass away if I ate that as a 31 year old adult, Mm -hmm. but I had that basic because our cafeteria senior year was set up. They like redid it. And it was like, I went to a very wealthy public school. Um, and there were different sections of the cafeteria where you could get like one, they always had pizza and they always had uh tacos and nachos senior year and they all there was like a mexican stand and a uh pizza stand and i think there was like two more and one of them rotated every day and i forget what the other static one was if there was maybe it was only three um but i got
2: nachos a lot um that's op, dude. yes we had one line and we had two options yeah
1: that that is i think um much more normal
2: i think we had two options and then we always had pizza and then we had chick-fil-a for mm. a while i think when it was i think in freshman and sophomore year uh we had chick-fil-a and then after that i don't think chick-fil-a came back for some reason i think i think the school like banned chick-fil-a or something mm. um i think kids were like being rowdy or something and chick-fil-a i don't know something happened with the kids sure um yeah uh the they, they Chick-fil-A... were getting rowdy
1: over the chicken sandwiches i could see it legitimately yeah
2: uh something bad happened they were like you guys don't, don't deserve chick play anywhere but pain i never bought it anyways pain dude
1: there were i i just had to remember what was that soda called there were like these really thin cans of soda that we could get were they dude i'm oh. gonna like text someone uh i want to so- say it was called switch is this it I'm just like Googling different food items all the time. Yes. Oh my God. How did I get that right off the top of my head? How do I not remember so many things in my life, but I remember this anyways, they were charging like an insane amount of money for these switch cans. And my friends and I being high schoolers uh, thought it was a good idea to in protest, um, grab some switches every day at lunch and just put them in our pockets and walk out um, and not pay for them um, because they were so uh, expensive. And again, very wealthy public school um Mm -hmm. and then we filled the cabinet where we would eat lunch which was (laughs) good good lord this is such a everyone who's listening to this you'd be like what the what the hell type of high school did aggro go to there was a tv studio in our high school and we would go and eat in there uh and we filled cabinets with empty switch bottles uh that we had taken over the year and by the end of it we had filled two entire cabinets um between all of us and we but we i remember having to really step it up in the last few weeks of school because we determined we were gonna be short so i I had a hoodie that i would put on that was huge and i would just stuff like five cans in my pocket and i'm sure they saw me and just didn't care at all don't steal it's not a, that's not what the point of the story is but i just what i don't know i don't know what my brain has not been working today and i don't know why i told this story but um <laughs> there were good times uh there were good times listen i was sticking it to the man okay <laughs> anyways um la uh oh no that was the final question but here said uh, shout out to breakfast pizzas i'll agree with that breakfast pizzas did kind of bang um and spataz said that they were always uh late to school and so never got breakfast there, and I am also part of Lucky. that gang. I was late basically every single day my senior year. Nice. Um, it was awesome. It was a great setup.
2: Yeah, it took me a while to straighten my hair in the morning, so I was late sometimes.
1: Wait, you straightened your hair every morning?
2: Uh, Yeah, most of the time. I was an emo kid, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you had to. My I hair, to. if if I, I'm not kidding, if I straightened my hair, I legitimately, when my hair was long enough, I don't think anything would have happened. It would have been ever so slightly longer. My hair is so straight and does not do anything unless, like, I have to put an insane amount of product in to make it do anything at all. Like, you could, my hair is, like, not, I didn't put anything in my hair after I showered earlier today, and it's just, like, it is just straight as could be. Straight as an arrow. Unlucky. It is a little bit unlucky. But it did make the the longer hair look uh, naturally work. I'm going to put a picture from of my hair from high school uh, in our community Discord. And if you want to see it, patreon.com slash backlander is the place to go.
2: Oh, I did finally get that Pokemon game working.
1: Oh, you did? I didn't download it. I I meant to, but then my friends were here last week. Is it any good? We were talking about um, Pokemon Infinite Fusion, which is like a fan-made Pokemon game um, that I was watching, yeah, a streamer I like play.
2: Yeah, if you're downloading it on Android, you need to use uh, Winrar on mm-hmm. the app store and it takes a long time i think it took about 12 hours for oh it God. to fully extract because there are uh, about 266,000 files that it has to extract huh? um so i did it i it took me a long time and then uh i just found that fix online but now it works and you just have to download the older version to play it on your phone it's like 5.064 i think um but it works on your phone it just takes a long time to extract
1: dude i can't play it on my iphone unlucky that would have been so fun to play on it's such a it would be a good one to play on my phone okay i'm closing this podcast before scream says something else in in chat <laughs> 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 some, <out-of-pockets. laughs> that was some out-of-pocket stuff oh no i put a. Uh, I i put something else up um that is some we out of pocket scream
2: on the podcast yeah i almost
1: <laughs> asked him today too and then i'll i thought i should ask him and then i forgot and then it was too late to ask him for podcasts but Oops, unlucky um all right thanks everyone for watching we'll catch you <laughs> next week um barry's coach neil moss said he'd be on with us next week because he couldn't be on this week oh. so if he isn't here it's his fault and he lied that's uh mm-hmm. that's the whole point all right barry you know what to do Bye. i was worried i tossed it to you too quickly but you were you were ready for that
2: yeah it kind of started a little low and then i couldn't go higher with it because i think allergies are farming me too hard dude
1: i am getting bodied by allergies bro it is insane
2: i've had a headache that feels like my head's just being massaged in opposite directions
1: but it isn't nice that sounds nice
2: no because it's like a swirling headache like i'm getting a swirly
1: oh Oh, yeah, I'm kind of hungry. I could go for a swirly.
0: Okay. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.